Hold on to your butt. I'm, of course, surprised that a story had such an immediate and profound effect upon radio listeners. Hooey pleases the boobs a great deal more than sense. Whoa, is us! We're in a lot of trouble! In politics, man must learn to rise above principle. What the hell are we doing here? We are behaving the way a superpower ought to be. Well, our behavior has produced some crappy results. What we're witnessing now is the failure of the state. It is a death struggle for our republic. Giving voice to liberty in our time. Happy Valentine's Day. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Hope it's been a good VD for you folks. Hope there's been a lot of chocolate, a lot of love, a lot of kisses and hugs, and hell baby, we don't need to install that sauna, just feel how this room is. I feel the room. And on this Valentine's Day, we did it last year, but uh, Baron Coleman was my co-host last year, but tonight... Brandon God's gift Ross is in the studio and I don't feel like politics. I don't feel like the news. I feel like being asked some questions. Did I not earlier today, Brandon, say start thinking of questions? Oh, yes, of course. And by the way, we're coming into George Benson's affirmation. Original studio version from 1976. Can't go wrong with it. Man, this could be bedroom music. It could be elevator or grocery store music. Could you imagine hearing that in the grocery store? I I think I would actually stay in the grocery store if I heard that. Right. Well, I'd have to go sit next to the frozen food section to calm down a little bit if you catch my drift. I do. I do. (laughs) So, have you crafted some of these questions? Oh, of course. Of course. Of course. I do this from time to time, ladies and gentlemen. If you have any questions for me, whatever's on your mind. Could be love. Mm. Problems. It'd be whatever it is, uh, 272-9228, but Brandon is here in person, so I told him to prepare. I, I can't see the questions, but I can see the list over there. He's actually done some homework and written things down, so you want to begin this thing? Oh, of course, of course. One of the problems is with Joey, you know, it's hard to surprise him with anything, you know, because he gets asked questions all the time, his daily life, stuff like that. So I had to think a little hard. You know? I just know so much. It's hard keeping my head. Out of the clouds? It, no, not out of the clouds. It's hard keeping my head, like, straight. Like, I have neck problems because of the weight of what I know. <laughs> okay. Such crap. But, I'll, yeah, go ahead. Okay, I got you right here. With it being Valentine's Day and everything, you know, most people would go straight to love questions. Oh, nah, 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 nah. oh okay, throwing a curveball. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Throwing La- that knuckleball. Oh, yeah, last year, you know, one year, I wanted to know what's Joey's pursuit of happiness. Now, last year, it was getting into your own place, and you've done that. Yeah. What is Joey's pursuit of happiness in 2019? One phrase in a phrase is uh, run towards it. Like, run towards the thing that gives you a little bit of anxiety, a little bit of pain. 
not I'm not talking about something that's unnecessary, uh-huh. but it's like with the uh, weightlifting. Like if it's I because I hurt myself in high school yeah. doing squats, I'm nervous about that lift. And this is just an example, a metaphor, if you will, of a larger, larger theme. Okay. So if I'm anxious about doing squats again or doing deadlifts again, it's like, well, let's do that first. God, she's head, you know what I mean? head straight, head first into the danger. Don't run away from my anxieties or my fears. Run t- right towards them. Okay, okay. And that's, I think, a big part of the pursuit is uh, you can, nobody else can fix those for you. Or very rarely can somebody else. I'll, I'll give the possibility out there that if you're really dealing with an anxiety or a fear or something in the back of your head, like, I know I should be doing this. Yeah. Only you can really fix it. That's true. That's true because it's on, on that whole whole thing theme that you only live once you know have no regrets at the end and stuff like that that's yeah cool. and i think if we want to if we're concerned about our communities and the people around us i mean the first thing to do is look in the mirror fix yourself that's true and you won't be perfect nobody's perfect but a lot of problems are self-inflicted and there's a lot Lots. we don't know Lots. um so it's a matter of running into as a even larger theme beyond anxiety fear Wanting to work out more and feel healthier, wanting yeah. to read more and educate and work out your mind, uh, wanting to, yeah, maybe go on a date or go into that world of love that leaves you anxious and a little nervous. Ooh. In general, the idea is brave the unknown. Got you, got you. Now, that that leads us into the next question. You know, you said uh, go back into the world of dating and things like that. Now, I'll... I don't know if you mind me asking, like, how long have you been in, on the market? Oh, a while. That's most of my life. Okay. I'm very aloof. I'm also very shy. I really am. I, I don't put my best foot forward, and this is maybe something that ties into the first question and the first answer. Yeah. Is some of it is I'm just shy, uh, and so I don't take initiative. And part of it's also maybe I'm lazy in that regard. But then also, if I'm very honest with myself, sometimes I don't think it's a flaw. I think it's, I see folks that are in the dating world. I'm not talking about people that have found somebody and they're happy. Yeah. But I see folks who are in the dating world kind of tearing themselves apart. Like tonight, it's Valentine's Day night, and you're seeing online like Galentine's Day or Singles oh. Awareness Day. Or yeah. My favorite meme was for single people, we just call Valentine's Day this year Thursday. <laughs> I like that approach. But I, I see people tearing themselves up about it. And at a certain point, I used to. I used to tear myself up all the time. When I'd go out, I would never have a good time because I was always like, oh, I want to meet somebody. I want something to happen. But, 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 I stopped caring at but, a certain But why point. do you think that is? I mean, is it the farmers-only uh, commercials or is it the, you know, all these... You know, the farmers-only commercials. Yeah, find you a country guy or country gal. <laughs> okay, it's yeah. like Christian Mingle. Christian Mingle, yeah. Right, okay. Is it all those commercials? Because a lot of people feel like that. Like, they feel pressured on think, Valentine's Day to either find somebody or be with somebody. I don't think it's uh, it's advertising necessarily. Maybe that, I think there are cultural things, this idea of amour, like what we see in romantic comedies and Rob whatnot. Combs. Well, and amour is literally love of the eyes. It's not... Eros. It's not lust. It's not the beast with two backs. <laughs> Where, and I make the distinction because eros or lust or whatever is like, it doesn't really matter who it is. You, you can start treating people. You're out there fooling around having sex with people. And you start treating people almost like they're a drug or anybody will do. And it's not 
like agape. It's not a, even a fraternal love. It's not like a friendship sort of love. Amor is love with the eyes because you have eyes for that particular person. In that moment. Yes, and it's a little bit forbidden. It came out of sort of medieval times where there's a lot of arranged marriage and a lot of structure to society. And you start to see these stories of people secretly longing for one another, even though society said you can't fall in love. It's kind of the Romeo and Juliet thing. Well, yeah, but... Um, I was watching a documentary recently, and come to find out, a lot of those arranged marriages would be with, like, it was the way that the aristocracy kept the bloodlines yeah, pure. Because you literally were either dating or sleeping with your cousin. <laughs> yeah, and it didn't work and out it, for some it, of those bloodlines. And, and it was okay. And for some reason, they thought that that was a good idea. So. No, be a wild animal. There's a reason cats or dogs that have been bred with wild cats or dogs are healthier. Be a wild one. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, I think there are people out there uh, longing for that. And the reason I'm not like itching to go do it, no, don't get me wrong. There are some nights where you, you curl up by yourself yeah, of course. And usually it's at night or early in the morning, and it's not just a lust thing. It's, uh, you're lonely. Yeah. yeah. I do experience loneliness, but I also really like my alone time, if that makes any sense. It does. It does. Because it's like you need, you need both in your life. Yes. You know, you yeah, you need someone around, but you need someone who knows when to kind of back off. Right. Right, right, right. You know, yeah, and somebody who's independent. Um, you know, it takes all types, takes different types of people that create different types of relationships. And actually, the scary part is, because uh, we talked about this, I think it was the show we did on my birthday, mm-hmm. where you were like, well, yeah, I want to have a date live on the radio. Well, what's wrong with a first date on the radio? That would just, I don't know, that would... It would keep me in line. <laughs> well, I mean, you're used to that, but you figure the average woman... right. Would be sweating her her brows off like, oh my god, I'm live on the radio. People are listening to this. Anything I in say in a way, be... it would be a test. And then, like, if... can you hang on the uh, air? And, and then, if she's from here, mm. her family's listening, right? No, and I get yeah. it's probably a bad idea at the end of the day, but of it's kind of the idea of can you hang on air? I, I don't know. That I, would I, impress me. No, now, if you came up with a different type of test that didn't involve her coming on air, mm-hmm. you know. You know, maybe speed dating or something like that. Right. You know. There was a wordplay there that I'm just going to let pass by. Yeah. I I, I felt it coming. Mm-hmm. That's just like I was watching Hitch and that whole speed dating thing. I'm like, do people even still do that? Have you ever watched Impractical Jokers? Yes. I love that show. And for folks who haven't seen it, it's sold like four best friends from, uh, I think, Long Island. Jer- Jersey. Jersey, Yeah. And now they do a hidden camera show where they play practical jokes. And the jokes usually end up being one of the guys, two of the guys are out in public and they have an earpiece in and they're telling them to, like, go do things to people that you would not normally do. Exactly. Tap that girl on her shoulder. Well, and here's a specific example. Uh And, And they play these small little mini games, so to speak, and then whomever loses first gets a punishment. They have to do something very embarrassing. And so Q, I believe, had to go on a speed dating adventure, but he had two enormous turkey legs in both hands, and those turkey legs had a nice steel wire 
that was wrapped around his wrist. So the only way he could get out of the speed dating event is to eat the turkey legs. Oh, no. And here's the thing, though, and it's a lesson to any guy out there. It's a lesson to girls out there. Show initiative. Guys like it. And people like initiative. When you're four, but you can't be creepy. Obviously, you got to read people. But Q got a girl's number. He's sitting there just eating the turkey like, you want some? Like, oh, you're, you're cute. What are you doing? You want to go out sometime? And she gave him her, her, well, her well, number. It, so, you and, know, it and, can work out. And, and like you said, it's kind of hit or miss on things like that because you get some women who go for, huh, he's kind of quirky. Mm-hmm. Let me see where this leads. He's funny. Yeah. 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 And actually, the speed dating concept doesn't scare me. It's interesting. It's kind of built into the, the speed dating game that there's going to be some rejection. And that's what most people fear is rejection. And I, I heard this somewhere is especially if I have to I do it from a guy's perspective because guys are usually the ones that are expected to initiate and ask somebody out. What what I, what I think what I think is antiquated because right, you, you you have these 21st century women mm-hmm. who want want everything to be equal. But if a girl rejects you, don't don't be sad. Don't be fearful. Don't. I mean, there might be reasons you got rejected, but of course. she just saved you a lot of time and money by rejecting you. I, I you guess. don't have to spend money on it now. You don't have to spend time on it now. Uh, and you might have been spared a very boring or horrible experience. So you just you have to look at it in terms of opportunity cost. I, I know, I know, but at the rejection same rejection still sucks. Yeah, yeah, but at the same time, it's always in the back of your mind. What if? Mm-hmm. You know, like man, this could have this could have been the one. It's just yeah, it was that one thing, or she wasn't into me. Right. So you know, or could have been friend zone. Has that ever right. happened? Uh, now, has that ever happened to you? Like a literal friend zone, like, like like I was longing and pining for a girl, like like you she, like like you wanted her in the beginning. And she kept me as a friend. Yeah, I'm trying to think. I mean, no, not really. Oh, Joey does not get friend zoned huh. because I'm so aloof. Where it's like, well, whatever. <laughs> like I I step out of that situation. I've been friends with girls, but. I mean, and I find pretty much most women attractive in one way or another. But it's like, okay, even if I find this person attractive, it's not like I've never been in that situation. Like, oh, I just want to tell her. No, I've the, that's, the, the rom the yeah. rom com situation. No, I've not. Luckily, been in that. I've been in a situation where I have a crush on somebody, and she kind of knows it, but hasn't taken me up on it. So I've been there, like the, and you're in the same class, let's say. Oh, you're That's like happened. you're like the possible side guy, right? Like if my boyfriend messes up, I can right. give you. That can be fun, but it can also be horrible. But no, I, I don't think I've ever been like straight up friend zone. For, for for you to be a Prince fan, why would that be horrible? Because Prince's favorite favorite role to play was a gigolo. <laughs> and we all know this. And they get lonely too, though, Brandon, as the time song goes. But you have any more questions here? Oh, I do. I do. So, staying on the same subject, like, what was your first love like? Like, what did like at what age did you first fall in love with someone? Probably fourteen. Fourteen. Mm-hmm. I mean, did it teach you anything? And this segues perfectly from where we left off in the the flow of the conversation is I kind of pine for somebody, I let it be known, mm-hmm. and this person let me down, like, gently. But she kind of said, no, I'm not interested. 
people who know me know who I'm talking about, too. Mm. Um, and time went on all the way to senior year. And no, and I, it's not like the whole time. It was, but it sort of was bad in eighth grade, ninth grade. Then I just sort of got away from Got away and lived my life. And then it kind of, the opportunity presented itself senior year and it worked out. But then the relationship didn't really work out for all sorts of reasons. Huh. No, I'll put it this way. Don't put somebody on a pedestal. It's not wise. Because they're, Cause, just, cause they're they, people, too. Because they never live up to your expectations. Yes. They're people, too. Huh. So, wow. you know. Yeah, it's just one of those things. Sometimes I, people want, like, the chase more than actually having something. They want what they can't have. I learned that I, the hard way. I, I guess I, I guess I could I could agree to that, and another thing we were talking about off air, like how is it now being the the quote unquote single friend? I don't mind that. I've this is that's most of my life. I have played third wheel, yeah, or fifth wheel or whatever. I've I'm used to being around couples when I'm single. It's not a big I, deal I don't know. Me. I'm used to it too, but at the same time, I've come to find down here. Women are a little more proactive. They're like, wait a minute. My husband's hanging out with this single friend. People trying to fix you up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, oh, it would be so nice if we could double date oh, oh, or oh, do no, things no, together no, as no, couples. No, 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 they do this. Hey, let's go Let's go to Bama Lanes. Okay. I yeah. show up at Bama Lanes. This is my friend, Christy. <laughs> Christy, this is Brent. <laughs> really? And you don't like that? No, no. Why? But, but see, you seem like the type of person that would love to be just caught off guard. I don't I don't like being set up but sometimes it works. So yeah, well, I, I, I guess. If somebody surprises me cool. If it's like a big thing like you I'm a cynical a-hole at times. Don't I don't want to I don't if it's your friend, let's be careful here. I don't know. <laughs> there's there's uh, ways to go about it, but no, I don't mind it. I I don't mind hanging out with couples. So, so- I don't know. Do you think that means this year you're going to be a little more out of your shell, like traveling? Doing <laughs> Probably do- not much travel. I will be going to Saratoga Springs, New York. For what reason, young man? I am the best man in my little brother's wedding. He's getting married to the lovely Lady Caroline, who's amazing. I'm going to have a oh. sister. I've never had a sister. Okay, don't don't be like the dude in Ghost of Girlfriend's Past, you know, just... I haven't seen that movie. I know you're Jesus. the rom-com expert. Jesus. You're the rom-com Jesus. guru. What? I'm, okay. But I, no, I, I'm just but, but, very, but, but, very but, uh, excited for them. It's going to be a remarkable wedding. A, you know, black tux attire. Oh, going to be out there looking clean. Right. And are you, people are like, are you worried about doing the best man speech? It's like, no, that's like the one thing I know how to do. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah, I talk for a living. All right, well, I'll be fine yeah. in that regard. And then it's about your little brother. Yeah, you know, exactly. How much embarrassing stuff you can bring up. see. But I'm not even going to do that. I'll, I don't want to give my cards away too much. But it's just going to be fairly brief, from the heart. And I, I have a thing that I, I don't do it often. You got to pick your spots. But if I want somebody to cry, and I don't, I don't mean like be mean to somebody. Not yeah. those types. If I want somebody to cry tears of joy, or it's a poignant moment, and I really put my mind to it, you know how to tug at that heartstring. Yes. Oh, that's a. But see, you know what that means, though. Hmm. You'll do that at the wedding, get everybody to cry, and they'll be like, "Oh," mm-hmm. and then it'll be about five or six bridesmaids in the back, like, "Yep, 
Yeah, that's not my goal. See, this is where no, I no, no, no. I'm not saying that's your goal, right? But this is where I've changed my mind from my younger self. When you and this is a theme I've been thinking about a lot, also with culture these days. Uh-huh. It seems like people aren't allowed to develop. Like we're all works in progress. Oh, of course, of course. And like, if somebody does something wrong in the here and now, yeah, you can call them out for it. But also, even if they do something terrible, we even like will forgive after a number of years. Murderers at times, like. We gotta leave room for people's imperfection and fallen nature. And yes, you can chastise somebody because sometimes that's effective, but also leave room for them to be forgiven. We need a little more forgiveness in our society. And, and you know what? I find that funny because this being the Bible Belt, you would think forgiveness would be. Well, and I think people around here, the culture I around here, I don't know. I I find it actually. No, no, what I'm talking about is sort of social media, like Twitter and oh, Facebook. Okay. I, I don't. There's issues in any culture, and yes, there's a lot of behind your back judgment. Is one way I would put it around these parts. But you know, where is that? Never existed in human history. I'm um, saying that. But no, I, I think we just need to leave a little more room for forgiveness. And even if somebody on the face of it seems different, hear them out understand they are we all are works in progress gotcha gotcha now mentioning that like uh we touched on this again on the show uh for my birthday uh some of the ideal traits you wanted in a woman uh mm-hmm. one of them you said she had to be damaged why is that had to, I, I said that she had to be damaged yeah i did what was the context you and peyton was going back and forth about something and you said uh i have to be damaged or something. She was like, yeah, I am. And he was like, you have to show it, you know. Are you sure I wasn't being glib or sarcastic or ironic? No. No, maybe it's back. We're segueing beautifully here, okay. Brandon, God's gift for us. There's I, a I'm reason sorry. that middle nickname is God's gift. <laughs> uh, is that I, it, to my point, we're all works in progress. We all, I think, have some darkness, so to speak. Not like Dave Chappelle being Rick James. <laughs> Darknesses! Brothers, darkness! <laughs> no, it's what we all have, I think, something in our past that defines us in a certain way, and it can be to different degrees. But if somebody can show their so-called broken side or their insecure side, I think it shouldn't be on your sleeve. That's a big red flag. But if you can find a trust well, well, and openly yeah, but, talk but you, about it. But you know, that's like maybe after a few months of dating, that comes in. That Nobody's going to come on their first date and be like, Okay, yeah, I used to cut myself back in high school. Well, uh, yeah, that one's a little heavy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that one would be a little much on a first date. But, uh, you know, I think people that are honest about who can uh, reflect on who they are, where they've been, and share that with somebody, it, it's very attractive. Yes, even if, it, even if it's a bad problem, it can mm-hmm. be very attractive if somebody is open with you and honest. I guess you would just have to kind of open that trust and kind of see and also not to get too freudian here but i especially on mom's side of the family um and it runs in me runs hardcore is uh and it's kind of goes back to talking about putting people on a pedestal is having expectations that are too high for yourself and for others so you're constantly disappointed i think sometimes it's not it's one thing to have ambition to try to be better uh, but it's another thing to set very unrealistic expectations and when people don't live up to them, 
be a well, little bitter well, about it. Well, and I've had this conversation with my little brother because um, he's 20 years old. He's dating and he, you know, he's, you know, out there doing his thing. And like I told him, the grade of women that you're dating are different from the one I was dating. Mm-hmm. And then compared to, you know, we always compare women to our mothers because we yeah. want to we want to go better. Right. And it just seems like those type of women don't exist anymore. I think they do. Well, and also, and I know we're just having a freeform conversation. I think a crucial thing to do, especially when you're talking about the so-called battle of the sexes, is to not even have that fight. Like, women are like this. Men are like this. And unless you've done some pretty thorough science and, like, yes, there are things that are true generally about men and women. I'm not denying that. Okay. But usually when I hear people talking about men are like this, women are like this, I'm like, yeah, that sounds like a load of crap. People are individuals at the end of the day. And I think there are all sorts of different types of people that uh, that definitely exist. Now, and could exist, again, back to works in progress. Now, do you find yourself, like, meeting the same type of woman? No. Meet all sorts of different people. Okay, okay. Because. I mean, cool. Especially um, as I get older and I'm now meeting more people uh, that are, you know, wives and, you know, aunts. And when kids start getting involved in the situation, moms, um, you you grow up. You see different perspectives. You see how people deal with that incredible responsibility in different ways. And, and still try to date at the same time. Yeah, no, it's tough. It is tough. Uh, but, I mean, it's also the nature of what everybody's dealing with. There's a lot of... I hate the term broken home, um, but there's, I guess, some truth in that phrase. But there are a lot of people dealing with all these different stages in life. And the older I get, again, it's some. I did. It hit me like last year. Yeah. I told you this on air is uh, you meet somebody and you're like, oh, no, that 18 year old, that 19 year old, that 20 year old even seems like a little like a kid. To me, that she seems like a little girl, and I do not find that attractive. attractive. Um, and and that's again that people go through different stages in life, but uh, I've grown out of that stage. Exactly, exactly. Uh, I, and my aunt sort of prophesized. I think when I was like eighteen, nineteen, and we were having drinks downtown. A few of the family members. It was my aunt Karen. Yeah, I love her to death. Um, also, her husband, my uh, uncle Dave. Um, we're having dinner and every time I love when they're in town they live in Charlotte now because it's always a robust interesting conversation that okay. can go from economics to history to politics to business news to sports and okay. entertainment and yeah I, I, I'm, I really do miss uh, that is my cool. Uncle Dave in particular but my Aunt Karen um, my dad's sister prophesized one night when we were drinking downtown that Joey I see you probably Settling down with somebody older than you. I can see that. And the older I get, the more I think she's probably right. Now, of course, there's always exceptions to the rule. There are people that are young that are old souls that have wisdom beyond their years. So, who knows? Old, I think, sometimes people use as a replacement for wisdom and knowledge and experience. And some people grow up faster than others. I, I don't know. See, I can see it. It's going to be that, that college student that's kind of a smartass. I do like that. 
you were, you know, things I like in like, people. Like, like she's going to be slyway, sarcastic, yes. and a smartass, but you don't know which one she's being in the moment. Well, That's going to be her. I do, and I do this. I like people where when they say something, it's like, was that a joke or are you it, serious? It, I know. You just give them that look like, wait a minute. Are you kidding? Okay. With- it's a pregnant pause. And, and as like- somebody who does it, I do that myself. It's really just an excuse to say whatever the hell you want, and you get away with a lot of things. Um, but, yeah, we do have to hit this break. But I have been, I hope you know, Brandon, mm-hmm. working out. Uh, I feel yeah. a little sore today. And it's more than just the uh, the DDPY now. Oh, and it's the- it's the weightlifting, right? Yeah, I'm doing some weightlifting. You know, trying to get strong for the summer. Get that summer yeah, maybe going. for some of its vanity, yeah, of come, course. Come, come, come look on. in the mirror and you know make your make your best face. Be like, ooh, with this lighting, I look pretty good. And under the sunlight, nah. <laughs> it's all lighting, folks. It's all lighting tricks. But I, I'm enjoying it, and I've joined a gym called Express Fitness 24/7. I'm going to the Zelda Road location, the Hillwood Festival Shopping Center, or firehouses. Okay, firehouse subs. And they have a split facility. There's a part of the facility is above Firehouse Subs. You take a little elevator up. A lot of cardio machines, a lot of kind of cable weight machines, uh, some dumbbells up there as well. And then right across the parking lot is where their big power racks are. So you can get your deadlift in, bench press, squats, yeah, all get that, sorts of Get things. that NFL, buddy. I love starting off with a, a row machine, do a 1,000-meter row. It's yeah. a great warm-up, and you're ready to go and, and hit the workout hard. And I love the place, though, because when you become a member, it is true. Truly 24-7. You get a key fob, you can go anytime you like at any of the facilities around the river region. And I encourage folks, if you're interested, because number one, no contracts. I got stuck in a contract one year oh, in college, man, a year-long one. That was not cool. No contracts, no year-long commitment, and state-of-the-art facilities. I really don't. I've never been longing for wanting for a piece of equipment. They've got plenty there. Okay. And they'll even if you you hesitate because you'll feel like a fish out of water. It's been a long time since I've worked out. It's been a long time since, you know, I've actually picked up and put down weights. They will give you a few personal training sessions for free so you can help meet your goals. So again, folks, check out Express Fitness 24-7 locations in Prattville, Millbrook, Wetumpka, Pine Level, Montgomery, all around the River Region. If you want to learn more, find what particular location is good for you, go to ExpressFitness24, the number 24.com. And when you call them up, tell them Joey from the radio sent you. Ah. Join me, folks. We don't have to do the same exact workouts, but it's good to Work on yourself. Of course. Always. It, it's not just a physical exercise is what I'm thinking. I'm learning. It's, it's not. It is, of course. It's a very mental process getting in there and changing your body and make yourself feel good. But we got to hit this break. Be right back after this. Joey Clark. Valentine's Day once again. This song makes me want to strike a pose. I feel you. Man, that bass is good. 
tonight, folks. This is Brandon and I just having a conversation. I tasked Brandon God's gift Ross to ask me some questions, and I'd answer them, and the conversation would go from there. Mm. I like this a lot, Brandon. D'Angelo, send it on. Oh, yeah. But we got to continue with the question and answer the Q&A here. Okay, I got you, I got you. So what do you got next? So one of the other questions I was going to say, like as far as tonight, by it being Valentine's Day, of mm-hmm. course, you know, a lot of couples out. Are you planning on going out to dinner or are you going to cook in? I'm going to cook in. Oh, what what's on the menu? Salmon, rice, vegetables. Wow. Clean, eat, clean eating tonight. Ah, we're going to stick with the diet. We're not going to cheat a little oh, bit. Oh, I already cheated earlier this week. <laughs> Got a chili cheese dog from somewhere and some mozzarella sticks. Oh, you yeah. suck. Yeah, you I know. Suck. But no, tonight I'm eating clean. Okay. Yeah, yeah it's going to be good. Any any specific movies or anything you're going to catch up on tonight? Oh, man. I'll see what the roommates are up to. We might watch another episode of Night Fight. Oh, really? Yeah, you seen this show? I've heard of it. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. I don't know, maybe a new episode of the... Well, I think the Orville took a break. It did? It's got a break for a week or two, I think. I was watching that over over Star Trek Discovery. Fantastic show. Oh, like, man. Especially if you're a fan, folks, of the old Star Trek series with Shatner. Um, this one almost seems truer to that than you, the new you know Star what? Trek. I did not know they had a cartoon back then. Yes. A cartoon version. I seen that on Netflix. I was like, where did they find it? And started watching it. Yeah. Got to like episode 10. Now, I just love those episodes that really are like, okay, we're going to answer a philosophical question. We're going to do some social commentary. And it's going to be pretty straight up. And it allows people to think about ideas because it's so removed from our reality. It just kind of hints at what we're dealing with. But like the recent Orville episode was about like first contact with a planet. Um, and all the lost in translations of meeting a new people that on the face of it, oh, peace, great, we're going to get along, well, welcome well, to the it, galaxy, but things go a little wrong. I, I think that's kind of an antithesis on, like, you think about North and South Korea. You know, these people are in the same region, but have had wars against <laughs> each other for a very long time. Oh, and luckily there is, um, to the credit of... Uh, President Abe, or Prime Minister Abe of South Korea. Wait, hold on. No, that's, excuse me, that's Japan. Japan. How racist of me. (laughs) uh, President Moon of South Korea, along with uh, Kim Jong-un. Some of the things they're working towards are quite remarkable. And you also have to credit President Trump for the time being. And hopefully that... That continues. That continues. Yeah. Um, we've come a long way from calling him Little Rocket, Fat Little Rocket Man. <laughs> Which, it, I, that still cracks me up, Brandon, that for decades, diplomats that have spent their whole lives studying the Korean Peninsula and conflict there and all the differences, tried to work it out, hash out some sort of peace. Trump goes on Twitter and goes, Fat Little Rocket Man will never possess nuclear weapons. He will be met with fire and fury like the world has never seen. And that is what works. Bully, yeah. It's amazing. Well, well, it's like being in school. I mean, what shut down the bully of the school when a bigger bully comes yep. in? Well, and it's the uh, madman theory. Yes. And, the, and apparently after this, these peace summits, I think at the end of this month, there's going to be another one in Vietnam. Oh. Another meeting between Kim Jong-un and President Trump. 
Uh, How poignant. But after the first one, uh, they essentially got some of the inside info on how North Korea and North Korean officials viewed President Trump. They're like, we're not sure if he's like the most brilliant guy ever or the craziest guy ever. Somewhere in between. Yeah. I want to say. Yeah. I want to say. So it worked. It's worked so, so far. Okay. Okay. So that brings me to my next question. All right. You, you know, because I, I understand we were trying to stay away from certain things tonight. Sure. Of course. But I, I don't know. Like, as far as your weekend, like, what's that looking like? My weekend? Yeah. Like, are you going to go work out for the weekend? Or do you, you is that the time well, you I usually rest t- on the weekend as okay. far as working out? But um, I'll get some boring, basic things we all do done. Laundry and yard work and all that oh, crap. Oh, oh, you mean the things we have to get done as adults? Right. Oh, right. okay. okay. Um, that doesn't bother me. And I might uh, be celebrating a birthday with somebody, but I'll keep that under wraps for the time being. No, it's not what you think. Uh, it's not what you think. Um, <laughs> but no, it's, and I've got a, another season of 24 to finish. How many seasons did they do? I think that like show? nine or maybe eight, and then they did one like yeah, attenuated, you know, shortened, only a twelve well, episode season. Actually, I'm I was watching his other show, uh, Designated Survivor. Oh, I really? Love, I love. Is it. that good? Yes. Yeah. Very good. Yeah, uh, that show, Twenty Four, and I'd imagine Designated Survivor. There's so many actors to quote Joey Tribbiani from Friends, mm-hmm. who are so good. Kiefer Sutherland is so good at smell the fart acting. You know what that is? Just looking off into the distance. Yeah, it's like a close-up on your face, and it's like... (sighs) (laughs) Like somebody just let out a fart, and it's like, what is that? What does that smell? What does that smell? But it it leaves you with a pensive, intense look on your face if you do smell the fart acting. (laughs) And really, I'm watching that show, and I was like, it's compelling, but what utter propaganda for, like, give up your liberties, terrorists are at our front door... And, like, the situations they come up with in 24, okay, they're literally at the front door and they're about to set off nukes inside the country. Well, well, there might need be a need for extreme measures. But, I mean, that's not well, always well, the situation. Se- September 11th was kind of like the same yeah. thing. You know, yeah. when, when those buildings fell, guess what Guess what came up? Oh, yeah. Here's the power. Please protect us. Mm-hmm. People get scared. They yeah. get real scared. And, and the, I've talked about this in past shows. It's like, how long is this emergency going to be? Mm. Seems like how many been, years has it been? Like I saw, and I know we weren't going to talk about politics, but this kind of struck me, and it's not a partisan point. Of course. Um, when I saw Nancy Pelosi, uh, essentially the Senate passed this border security bill compromise. And I think the House passed it today. But after the Senate passed it, Mitch McConnell said, I have a chin. I do not look like, I do declare, I do not look like a turkey. How rude, sir. Anyway, sir, I just got (laughs) off the phone with the president, uh, you know, President Trump. And uh, he says that he's going to sign this bill. But he's also, uh, he's also going to declare a national emergency. And so he's still going to try to declare a national emergency to transfer funds from the Pentagon. There are also other laws on the books, like, what is it, Uh, 10 U.S.C. 284, where the president, due to his commander-in-chief powers, can redirect certain funds or building barriers, already explicitly in law. And out of that, in response to Trump, and the White House confirmed he's going to probably declare a national emergency after signing this compromise. And Nancy Pelosi 
stepped up to the podium after all this has been said and done. And Nancy Pelosi said something like, this is a terrible precedent. This is a terrible precedent to set. And, and actually, I agree. Here's the thing. The precedent mm-hmm. has already been set by past presidents. All of them. Exactly. Ever since we've had this massive national security state, there have been all 30-something national emergencies declared. And just as recently as this century, George W. Bush declared a national emergency on immigration. Barack Obama declared a national emergency on immigration. Donald Trump is. I think it's a larger problem, and I don't like it. Again, this goes back to my point of constant emergency. How long is the crisis going to last, and when is Congress going to take back some of its power? Uh, but that's a that's a huge problem beyond yeah, this policy. Now, now that's that's a subject for another day. And yeah. now, let's, let's go back to. Do you have any more it, questions? Yes, I do. Um, so when are you going to New York again? Uh, June. June. How how long are you going to be there? I don't know. I'm working on that. A few days because I want to. We're going to do kind of a classic stag like bachelor party that's pretty low key, no naked women. Just that hanging out. That is not a bachelor party, young man. I know. Uh, come on, Joseph. I, I think uh, naked women that you pay is overrated. I'm not saying it's bad. I'm saying it's <laughs> overrated. And it's, uh, I'm not made of money. I'm not Mr. Moneybags over here. Of course. No, we're going to just have a, a quiet, kind of fun bachelor party the week of up there. Okay. And so I'm going to try to make it a few days. Okay, that's what's up. So are you going to be hitting like any sightseeing or stuff like that while you're there? Going to any local legendary bars? Yeah, maybe, yeah. If I have some free time, I'd love to see that part of the world. I've been told that it's... It's. It will probably remind me of Alabama, that part of the country, that part of New York. Okay. Okay. Um, especially in the summertime, it won't be all that cold. Very rural. A lot of hunting goes on up there. A lot of farming goes on up there. Be like Alabama. Mm-hmm. I mean, that when you drive around Alabama, that's what we have. So, so it's a, And I think it does keep, in a way, it keeps people, well, pun intended, grounded. Like when you actually are working the earth and you are working with your hands for a living. Uh, it, I think it keeps you grounded to where we're we've progressed in so, many ways, but so, not that so, much. So the crazy thing is, you might go up there and meet you a country city girl, right? Yeah. Oh, that's weird. Yeah. Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> so, so you're gonna be going in June. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, what? Like, have you prepared your speech already? Have no, you? Not at all. Worked out any talking I points, like or to, are you just gonna get up there and just wing it? I just, like to speak. Just wedding crash. I like it. to speak extemporaneously. I mean, in other words, I like to improvise. Or um, some people might say it's Joey talking out of his ass again. <laughs> but yeah, you know, I haven't. I know my brother. I know what we've been through together, the good and the bad. Um, it's just a matter of thinking about it a little bit more and speaking from the heart, but not too much. Yeah, I'm not course. writing anything down. I'm just going to be talking. Like, like, like I said, man, you're going to be a target for those bridesmaids if you make people cry. Oh, fine. Yeah. Fine. You know, I, I was about to say, uh, and you need to go see Ghost of Girlfriends Pass because this is a poignant line in the movie. You know, you have to fulfill your best man duties. Mm, okay. Yeah, that'll right. that'll come up in the movie. You you'll get what I'm talking about when. All right. Yeah, when it comes through. Well, let me flip the script on you a little bit. You got any uh, leads these days? Leads as far as what? I'm dating. No, no. Mm. I work. I work. Two you work jo- all day. Yeah, I work two jobs. Uh, most times I'm home on the weekend. Uh, 
I take my niece to the movies. I try to spend as much time with with the two little ones. Yeah, uh, that's good. Yeah, my my little sister is happily pregnant again. Well, that's awesome. And I Congratulations. Got a, yeah, thank you. And I have a nephew coming, so I'm trying to spend as much time with them. So it doesn't leave a lot of time for other things. Right, right. Now, I don't know. I keep looking at the social media here. Mm-hmm. I don't think this is a real holiday. Did anybody get off work today? Oh, God, no. Come on now. Is it? Is there some parade? Are there in, in some parts of the country? There's you there are Valentine's Day parade. Yes, in certain parts of the country. Really? Yes. But what do they do? I don't know. Dress up, just like dress Cupid? some float like Cupid, and just march it down the main part of the town. Of course, those are places that only have one street light, one main street type of places. Right. So, other than that, no, no major cities are celebrating valentine's day like that but you have to look at the history of valentine's day it's just like another hallmark holiday right you buy cars you buy chocolates you prove you're a good boyfriend or husband and yeah well just like i though if even though i say it's not a real holiday i don't mind fake holidays i think we need more fake holidays it's kind of fun like if you create just some reason to have a party if you create some reason for people to get together and have some community, have some fun, there's nothing wrong with well, that. Well, well, and if you create a reason for people to buy each other sweets or just be reminded of, here's the person I love, well, well, not well, a bad thing. It's just not a real holiday. Well, I have to steal from our great friend, uh, Southern Wood here. Oh, yeah, good old steel slats. Exactly. Uh, who says that when you're married, every day is Valentine's Day. So so Man, that guy's so, such a joke. So no, me and my wife do not celebrate Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. You know, every day I get to spend on this earth with her is Valentine's Day. Doesn't that sound like a do you think he gave that line under duress? Did we check oh, for uh, the hostage video? Was he like blinking in Morse code? Like, <laughs> Help me. <laughs> was it, I was, doubt that. Was he, he wearing the jorts at the time? Right. Well he's always wearing his jorts. Of course. Of he's course. even got dress jorts. Are you serious? That pleated. Dude, I have to see this. Yeah, I know. But <sighs> but yeah, I don't I don't know. It's just it's just one of those things, man. I I don't put too much stock into like dating anymore or hmm. anything. I guess when I was in my twenties, I did a lot of dating. I did all the stupid stuff that most yeah. guys did, and it's like now I'm just like, eh. If it happens, it happens. If not, you know, I'm just trying to enjoy my life right now. Okay, you know, especially 2019. That's that's what it's about, you know. Trying. There's too much out there that's awesome, and yes. there's all sorts of opportunity yes. out there uh, in big and small ways that I don't think there's any excuse. There's very few excuses for being sad. And a lot of people are. And, I mean, well, 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 I, well I you have to be you, that way too. You you have the idiot box forever telling you you have to have a person next to you. If you don't have a person next to you, you you're not happy, and people yeah. believe that for some reason. Yeah. I mean, some people, I think, I've, I don't want to name any names, but sometimes I wonder, well, I knew guys, for instance, like, they would break up with a girl, and, like, in a week or two, they got a new girlfriend. Most, and of, most, most of my female friends are like that. Yeah, like, and it's like, like... they don't give their self time to be single. Right. It, it like, just, it's a crime. And then there's also the other hand, like, people that, it, it's kind of a trope now, but you're, you work all the time, and you're never in a relationship, and you wake up, and you're 35 or 40, and you're like, oh, no, I want to create a family, and it's tough. The later you go, the, the tougher yeah, it is. That, 
That that's true, but you don't want to rush into anything. And I, I will say I, I am ripe to be picked off the vine right now. <laughs> I am ripe. Yeah, but but I'm you, not age, man. Yeah, but you don't want to go with the first female who seems to say all the right things. Oh, of course not. Uh, it's, I'm more it's, cynical than that. Give me credit, guys. I, 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 I don't know, Joey. I can see this probably 22-year-old college student, mm-hmm. but she talks like a 35-year-old dirty guy. Mm-hmm. It it will be right up your alley. Right. Well, then, she will she will be able to call you on your BS. Yeah. And you're gonna be like, I'm gonna marry her. You, you'll say it in your mind, but you'll have that dumbfounded look. Like, well, and also there's something to be said for uh, the. X factor, like the unspoken chemistry thing, and like, oh God. like it's not abstract. Like okay. we're still like, for lack of a better word, we're still part of I think the animal kingdom in a way. It, we are. There's a lot of things about body language and just literal chemistry that you can't anticipate necessarily. Yeah, it also gets you in trouble. But it should go along with especially, some thought. Especially in the Me Too movement here. Oh, good Lord. <laughs> good Lord. They have a point uh, to a certain point, but some of it is also petty. Um, which, you know, I'd get in trouble for saying that. But, I mean, there's there's some serious fights out there. And then there are people that write articles about this guy had his legs too far apart on the subway. <laughs> Give me a break. <laughs> Uh, Listen to some D'Angelo and pour yourself a glass of wine and talk to your cat or something. My God. Oh, yeah. It's been fun tonight, man. It has been. Thank you for the questions. Thank you for the company and the conversation. No problem, man. Thank you for listening, if you did. I'll be back tomorrow night. It'll be... It's already Friday tomorrow. Payday. Oh. And let's not forget... Happy Valentine's Day. Joey Clark.